Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. Hi, my name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 35. Today, I will be interviewing Trevor Swim, the co-author of the children's book series, Adventures with Bodie, the English Bulldog. Trevor co-authors this book book series with his girlfriend, Katie Tho. They are known as TNK. Adventures with Bodie, the English Bulldog is a children's storybook series that is aimed to teach children about each state in the United States of America. As they travel full-time in their RV across the country, They are transforming adventures in each state into a fun, engaging, educational children's book written through the eyes of Bodhi the English Bulldog. They have been traveling since February 2019, which is almost one year. Bodhi is a five-year-old English Bulldog with a hilarious personality. The books stem from their desire to cherish life adventures and to share them with others. Um, And I also just want to mention, if you want to follow them, on Facebook, Adventures at, at Adventures with Bodie, and they're also on Instagram at Bodie the English Bulldog. And you could also visit their website at Bodie the English Bulldog.com. So thank you so much for being here, Trevor. Becca, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you because I just think that your experience is so unique. And the fact that you're writing a book about each state, I just think is really so unique and and amazing. I just love, I love the books and I love the whole experience and following you on your social media. So I guess we'll just start with the first question is just what inspired you to start writing this series um, with Katie Adventures with Bodie, the English Bulldog. Yeah. You know, you kind of hit on it a little bit just about kind of how we want to cherish these memories. You know, we're kind of on this adventure. um, As you said, we're traveling full-time in the RV. We've been on the road for about a year. We started out in Colorado, um, ventured out over into Utah for a little bit, and then we booked it all the way across the U.S. up to Maine. Spent some time in Maine, down into Florida, and we're currently in Alabama near Gulf Shores. But what we started to find out was, you know, we, we took off on this adventure of RVing, and what really got us to move to this adventure is our... I guess our, our career backgrounds um, are accounting. So we're both CPAs. We've been in the public accounting sector, audit, fund accounting, things like that. Well, we had the opportunity to move to a fully remote company. Well, we took it literal and said, let's go really remote. So within two months of this crazy idea coming to my head of you know Instagram these days, people are doing crazy things. And that's one of the neat natures of it. And, uh, I just had the idea and said, why can't we, we go do that. And, um, we always joke with family and friends of who's crazier me having the idea or Katie saying, yes, let's go do it. So two years or a year has gone by now. And, uh, we just have thought about all the memories because as we travel, we're going to these States And we're moving about every two weeks. So whether we're moving out of state or within the state, we're trying to keep it a pretty quick pace just because um, we want to explore the U.S., but we really, at first, we really wanted to get to the East Coast. And now we've seen the East Coast, so we really want to get to the West Coast. So everything is kind of in a, not really of a hurry, but 
we like to keep things new. So, you know, along these adventures, we hit state parks, national parks, cities, all kinds of things like this. And we just thought, you know, we started out blogging for family and friends on our website. And then the idea got planted in our heads that uh, a family member mentioned, why don't you create uh, children's books for your little cousins? And it just started from there. These photos are taken in the actual state. Each book is only made up of those photos from that state. And those stories that are in the books for each state reflect our memories from that state. So that's kind of really where the inspiration, once we thought about it of, you know, we could change our memories into these children's books. That's what I guess the inspiration comes from rather than the inspiration being given and then pursuing it. Right. I just think it's so do you write the stories while you're in the state? I mean, because it's a lot of books. I mean, what's that process like? No, we don't write them when we're in the state. As we say, you know, we're usually in a spot two weeks, um, three weeks, you know, for right now we'll be on Gulf Shores for about a month. Um, But as we're here, we're going to venture out and, you know, we're going to enjoy the places we're at. So we're not like saying, let's go to Alabama to write the book. We're showing up in Alabama, we're enjoying it. And once we leave Alabama, we'll sit together and kind of write draft notes and copies and talk about the memories. But most of the time, you know, when you're on, you know, quick vacations and things like that, your photos kind of reflect that memory, right? And you can just elaborate on it. So that's really the process is once we leave the state, we look back and we think, you know, what was our favorite part of that state? And then we add in just the educational undertone of each state that mixes with our memories. So some of the books we have out right now are Kansas, Colorado, and Wisconsin. Well, Wisconsin is where Katie's from and where Bodie was born. So in the Wisconsin book, it kind of goes through his life up until Katie moved to Colorado after college. Well, in Colorado is when we lived downtown Colorado. He explored the city. He went hiking. He went camping for the first time, and he got the RV. And when I say he, I mean Bodie, all of us got the RV. (laughs) And now moving to Kansas, Kansas is originally where I'm from, so I grew up on a farm. Bodie wasn't raised on a farm, so when he came to the farm, we had a farm dog named Rocky. Well, Rocky plays a big part in the Kansas book teaching Bodie about everything on the farm um, in Kansas. And we just came back from Kansas last week and read to 800 um, children all the way from kindergarten to fifth grade, sharing the Kansas book at the elementary school where I went to school. Well, that's awesome. That's So that was a, a really enjoyable time and kind of the surreal moment when, you know, family and friends, you know, Fort Scott's a smaller community and you know, teachers there were, you know, friends with my family and mom. And, you know, they recognize places in the books that that's our family farm. So it just felt so connected while we read it and teaching the children about, you know, the state of Kansas and farming and agriculture and things like that, all through the memories we've had, you know, my lifetime, but when Bodie has been there as well. So yeah. And how are you getting it done so quickly? I think that's my question. Cause you know, you know, writing and publishing books takes a while, but you guys are really, you know, you're, you're getting the books out pretty quickly. 
Yeah, the idea came to us um, in September of 2019. So we have three books published now. But so these photos, I think where the where the big time is cut down is we're not doing actual illustrations. The photos that you see in the book are actually, you know, photos that we have taken in each state with a digital graphic um, edit put onto them. So they kind of make them to this graphic image rather than just like a photo. And then with that, with that story, we kind of, you know, mold the story and the photos together into the books and we're self-publishing and I have, I guess, taught myself is the best way to put it because that's how it really happened. Um, using it. Um, Adobe InDesign, and I've designed the books. I went on and learned um, how to set up pages and, you know, the bleeds, whatever it needs to be there. And then we have a self-publishing print-on-demand partner that we are partnered with, and that's BookBaby. And BookBaby, um, we send them all of our files, and they publish through their website. Um, everything is print on demand. So that's, what's really, really nice about that and attractive for us for book baby is, you know, as we travel in the RV, we don't have to keep copies of these books. Exactly. I, I think that is one of the advantages of print on demand. Cause you could just, you know, what, what you buy is what you get. You don't have an, like an inventory per se exactly. that you have to keep. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's really cool that you were able to kind of, you know, learn that yourself. And cause the books are really nice. I mean, they're really nicely made. They're really, I think, really nicely written. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think what's so great is that, you know, you kind of have this educational spin in the books as well. So it's kind of, I, I could see it just being such a great, it's such a great way to reflect on your time at each state, but it's also a good opportunity for kids to learn about the state if they've never been there before. Exactly. You know? So, and I love that because I have the Kansas book. Um, that you sent me. And I love kind of knowing that that's your farm. You know, it's just yeah. really cool to kind of, I think for kids to learn about the author, you know, cause it's, you know, I don't know. I just feel like kids are always curious about that and it just makes yeah. it, you feel more connected to the story. Agreed. You know, I was a little hesitant when we started out, you know, you think about, Oh my gosh, I'm going to publish a book for the first time. What should be in it? How should it be written? And then, you know, we kind of just, step back and thought, you know, why, why did we say let's write a children's book to start with? And it was, let us reflect our memories into this children's books for our cousins, for our close family and friends. And then one day for our children, when we have them, they can know about this grand trip that we took. And to have, you know, you'll see in the Kansas book, there's actual photos of me and Katie in there together. And like, those tractors that you see, like those are my grandparents' tractors that we use on the farm every day. So we just, it's just like, I mean, we just took spurts and time that we've spent in these states of our life and put them into the book. So it so just how, feels real, so real, you know? Oh, it is. And you could tell when you're reading it, you feel like you're kind of getting like a peek into your experience. You know, I think as the reader, you know, what that experience is like, but then also for the kids to learn as well, like what makes each state so wonderful, you know, mm -hmm. what is it about? And then from Bodhi's perspective. So 
Um, just so how many states have you traveled so far? You know, we, as we talk to RVers going state to state, we, uh, everybody talks about how many states they've been to in a different way, whether some people say you have to sleep in the state for one night. Some people say you have to drive through it for 50 miles. Um, I like to say that the states that we've been to that we can say we could write a book on this state have been nine states so far. So, so how long do you think it's going to take to, I guess it's going to take like a little bit longer to like get all the books out because it does take a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It will. but then, but I think then at the same time, it kind of extends your experience, you know, yeah, it helps you reflect on the story, you know, on like what happened in your memory is. Exactly. And there's no time. Um, we don't really have a, a set deadline of, you know, in 2020, July, we're done with this adventure. We have not even talked about, well, when are we going to be done with this? The lifestyle of the RVing. I mean, it's, for maybe someone who hasn't done it, but you said you had some experience in Switzerland and Alaska, you know that these trips, these you know, these RVs are basically just like a small apartment. It um, is, yeah. I mean, I, it, it, it's also kind of nice realizing that you just don't need a lot of stuff. Oh, yes. I mean, I think that's, I think that's it. You know, sometimes when you you have more space. It's because um, I've lived in small apartments. I've lived in, you know, I lived in a house now. Um, but I think what's cool about the RV is that you just don't need that much stuff. And I think you kind of realize that, I don't know, for me, I'm always trying to clear things out. But um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a gatherer of stuff. Talking about books, I have a lot, a lot of books. Um, so so just getting back to Bodhi a little bit, because I think... Um, you know, your dog is just so cute. And I think bulldogs just have like such a unique personality. Um, so what's it been like traveling with your dog on the RV? Traveling with him is great. So there's, I, I should explain our RV. Some of the ones that, you know, we've got a few pictures in every book about when Bodhi explains that he lives in an RV, you can see it. And our RV is a fifth wheel. So the fifth wheel is um, different than a motorhome, essentially, where the truck I guess the driving unit and the RV itself are not connected. They're not connected. Like I can't walk from the driver's seat to the RV like a motorhome. You can't. Oh, I say so. It's attached. Uh-huh. Right. So we have a fifth wheel. So when we travel, um, Bodie has the full back seat of the truck that's laid out. His bed's back there. Water bowl, things like that. Um, traveling place to place. There's. These days, there's so many dog-friendly places that you don't even really ask, like, oh, what's dog-friendly? Because it's almost everything is dog-friendly unless it's posted, like, at a restaurant and he can't go in or something like that. But he's he's a sleeper when we're on the road, and when we're in the RV, he's right beside you, whether it's in the recliners or on the floor or under your feet. And then he loves to explore. I mean, he's he's so curious, which is something that, you know, shows us to be curious. You know, he's, he's the one who wants to, you know, walk around the back of the campground and drags you through it. And you're like, Oh, why would I never walk back there? And you walk back there and it opens up to a huge pond that overlooks, um, uh, this valley and such. I'm just thinking of an instance where we were in, um, I believe we were in, uh, where were we? Sorry, I'm blanking right now. We were in um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Sorry. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we're in this campground. 
that is kind of off the beaten path, but there's some golf cart trails essentially that people would drive on for rides and Bodie just kind of drug us down a path and it just opened up to a huge lake in the back that was gorgeous. And it was just something that I doubt I would have walked down that path if I wasn't out just letting Bodie walk where he wanted to walk. So he, you know, teaches things, teaches you things to be curious and keeps it, it keeps it light and bright kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's just, I mean, I, I think it's so cool what you're doing because I just, it's also like probably the best life for a dog ever right. to be with, you know, you know, to be, to be with, you know, their owner, like walk, you know, and just traveling around and exploring all these different places. And I think, you know, it's just, it's just really cool that how you, you know, I guess you had the opportunity to be remote and you took the opportunity to travel, but then to turn them into an educational experience for children. I think is just is just really really awesome, and I think it's something that you're gonna enjoy probably the rest of your life. The books, I mean, that's that's the wonderful thing about publishing. So, what what would you like children to learn from your books? I think the biggest thing is if if they have a dream, and whatever that dream may be, is to go and do it. You know, my background is not in the creative. It didn't start out in the creative world. It didn't. It wasn't publishing. It wasn't writing. I wouldn't say I was a strong reader when I was a child. Now, all that has kind of changed. And it's one of those things you don't really understand how much you don't know until you understand that you don't know a lot of things. And, you know, I think if children can just absorb these experiences, I know, and I'm just relating this to when I talk to my little cousins about what we're doing or we show them pictures. Or, you know, children these days are huge on YouTube. It's like there's kindergartners asking if Bodie has a YouTube channel last week. Yeah, and it's just like, holy <laughs> cow. Like, yes, he actually does. But like, we didn't know that you know that, you know. And I guess right. until you have a kindergartner or a first grader, you don't know that they're always on YouTube. But, it even starts before then in preschool. It's, it's so <laughs> crazy. Preschoolers will ask you that also. Yeah. It's so crazy. So, yeah. that I mean, that was eye-opening to us. And through YouTube, which we're going to change um, and really focus on a little more than Instagram now, is just to share that kind of that real-life moment. And they'll be able to connect when they see that book come out, especially when it's their state. Right, right. Do you bring Bodhi to your readings? Yes. Yep. So as we travel, we try to read at schools. So we flew back to Wisconsin and we read at the Wisconsin book to elementary schools. And then we drove back to Kansas to read to the elementary schools in my hometown. Um, but as we're on the road, we find that it's a little tougher calling up a random school saying, hey, we'd like to read our books. Here's what we do. Can we bring our dog also? The question or statement we always get is, you know, we're going to have to like look into this a little more or like maybe do a background check. By that time, you know, we're on kind of a two-week moving basis. We're kind of already out of this, out of the town. So it's kind of tough while we're on the road in states we don't know getting the readings, but we try to look up libraries um, to go for reading times and see if they have open slots for us. But we're always trying to be active to read the books and share the stories. The RV parks themselves are great. Because children, you know, 
there's actually a lot of full-time families that homeschool their children in RV parks. So those children relate very well to the kind of uh, the premise that Bodhi lives in an RV and travels because they're like, oh my gosh, that's like my house. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, if they can, I mean, big thing, if they can learn about the state and just have the, start the curiosity, you know, of what else is out there. Where's he from? Why does that look like that? You know, just ask the question. Well, it's also part of the curriculum, too, to learn about our country and to learn about the different states. So I think it could even, you know, kind of add like a really interesting twist to, you know, anything that they're learning about in the classroom or even if somebody is homeschooling their child and they're learning, let's say, about a specific state. They could use your book to kind of say, well, that's their experience and that's the dog's experience through the state. I'm just kind of learn a little bit more about it. And I also like the fact that you put in these, these different facts in your book, you know? So I just think it aligns well, I think with a lot of things that could be done in, in a classroom, um, an elementary school classroom. But then also I think if, you know, parents are homeschooling their kids, I think it could also lend well to kind of, you know, an independent read or a read aloud, um, or just even a starting ground to start talking about a state a little bit more, you know, like if you, right. So, you know, there were things about, cause I've never been to Kansas. Okay. Um, so there are things that I learned about Kansas that I've never, <laughs> you know, that I didn't know. Yeah. So 90% kind of, of Kansas the, is a farm ground. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, it kind of yeah. got an interest level in my kids cause they've never been to Kansas and saying, Oh, well, this is what it's all about. Um, and just kind of like some interesting facts about it. I feel like that they learned about it. So that's, I think, you know, another great thing. The other thing I was thinking too with the readings is that it could also give you an opportunity to get back to a state that you left mm-hmm. already, you know, like even in a year or two from now, you know, if there's a state that you want to do a reading in, it's, it's a way for you to kind of get back to that state um, and reconnect with your memories and also do readings. You know, there's nothing preventing you from kind of going back in the future. So exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, so that's great. So, um, so is there anything else that you wanted to add before we finish up? Um, not necessarily, you know, I think the books, one of the other things that we really, you know, once we had the book together and the story together and we thought, okay, there's, there's some educational hints in here. Bodhi's personality is flowing throughout the book. These are, you know, we're laughing at these memories because we remember them, but in the back, we also put that map. And we put that map to show children, where, whether wherever they be reading this book, to kind of give them a geographical sense of where Bodhi really is. You know, so the Kansas book, that map is highlighted for Kansas, you know, and if there's children reading it, you know, on the East Coast or the West Coast, that, you know, they can start to know where these states are and start to see, you know, a... Um, maybe like the landscape, how it changes from East coast to West coast. No, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that that is part of also the curriculum, you know, elementary school is learning the different States. Right. Um, so when you're learning about the state, I think having the visual in the back is, right. is really great. I think it just kind of provides that context about where you're, you know, where you're traveling mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Gives them points of reference, you know, for Colorado, the Rocky Mountains, and then Kansas, we talk about farm ground, so flat to hill, you know, the mountains, things like that. So, 
And then, yeah, we've, uh, you know, the next exciting stuff is uh, we're working on our next books. Um, we're kind of always working on the books as we're, you know, taking pictures every day, wherever we're at exploring. But we're working on the states of Utah and Maine right now. Oh, that'll be real. I mean, two beautiful states. Oh, Maine is at the top of our list. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been to both and they're just beautiful. So I'm excited to, you know, read more of your books and to also follow you on YouTube and Instagram to see more about your adventures um, and to just see, you know, all about Bodhi. I'm excited. So that's great. Well, I thank you very much for having me today. Well, thank you so much for, you know, for being on and for talking about such an, I think, such an interesting um, idea. And I think it's just really, really awesome how you took an experience and you really, you know, I think it's inspirational for not only for kids, but I also think for, you know, for adults in that, you know, you could be spontaneous, you know, and you could, you know, if you want to write a book, you could go and write a book, like you figured it out and you wrote like a really interesting series that I think, you know, for years to come could be educational and also, um, I think just inspire kids to kind of, you know, oh, I want to go out and I want to, you know, have an adventure. I want to, um, you know, experience the United States. So it's just really, really awesome. So thank you so much for being here. Um, Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So thank you for listening today. Listen and learn with us at Language During Mealtime. Mm -hmm.